Welcome. In episode 12, I'm talking about starting a transformation process. Welcome to Transforming Procurement Podcast with Lourdes Koss, the show dedicated to help procurement professionals in their transformation journey. Lourdes believes that procurement professionals have the potential to add great value by becoming the best version of themselves. Hello friends, Lourdes Goss here. Let's talk about transformation. If you're considering a transformation for your organization, there are some things that you should know if you're a leader. First, there are some misconceptions about transformation Some people refer to the implementation of changes as transformation. And while improvements to the operation and procedural changes happen as a result of transformation process, they in itself are not really transformation. Transformation happens within individuals. In the context of procurement organization, transformation is initiated because there is a noticeable gap between the level of performance or perceived performance of a procurement group and the expectations of the organization. Those expectations may be due to a change in administration or new leadership. It sometimes comes to light because of a scandal or because the demands are not met in a way that are considered effective. The gap between the current state and the desired state of performance rises to the level of importance where the organization's leadership want to take action. So it really generally starts as a top-down initiative. But it occurs from the bottom up because change occurs within the individual. I spent 20 years of my 27-year career in public procurement leading transformations. As I got more experience with each transformation in some of the largest local agencies in the U.S., I came to the realization that you can't really change anyone. It is a decision that each individual within the organization has to make because it happens inside first. The effect of that decision is what becomes obvious and produces results. But the manifestation of those physical changes are not possible without the process that happens in the individual. Transformation is a multidimensional process, which is probably why there are different interpretations of what transformation really is. From an individual perspective, transformation is a change in the level of awareness of each individual in the organization whereby they can each want to be more and achieve more, and they make the choice to do and be more. Without this process, any external changes are not sustainable. 
They may be maintainable for a while, but are destined to obsolescence if the changes do not occur in each individual first. In order to be sustainable, it has to happen in the inside. Each individual has to become that changed person that can achieve the goals so that they can do what they need to do, and not just once, but many times over in order to stay in sync with the constant changes of the environment. Let me break this down a little bit. This really comes down to growth. People need to develop, and as they do, their awareness elevates. I don't mean just going through training and consuming information. They have to put into practice what they learn, reflect on those lessons, evaluate how it will serve them, and how what they currently do serve them or not. Through this reflection and evaluation process, they can choose to change. And what's going to fuel that desire to change? Well, it's really the reason that they had to change in the first place. And this is why it is important to understand what people value. What are their dreams, aspirations? Why are they working in the agency? Why are they in procurement? What is their interest? What is it that they want for themselves? Why do they come to work every day? And why did they choose this agency, this profession? The reason why the leader should know uh, this is because the way that he or she presents the vision and the goals should appeal to each individual in their own way. It has to be based on their own set of values and what they value most because that's their filter to the world. That's how they judge good or bad and make decisions. In order to help them gain this awareness, you need to bring some type of training and professional development. Some leaders make the mistake of wanting to do all the training themselves. Doing some of the training themselves is a good idea because it saves the money, but they distance themselves from the team members. The leader becomes this know-everything person. Instead, I think there should be a mix. There are some things that the leader can do, but I think that it's preferable to set the example for the people so that They see you growing too, and you're growing with them. Like that, you're not requiring something from your team that you're not willing to do yourself. Setting that example is very powerful. And you you want to set the example because inevitably you're going to hear from someone, I don't have the time to take this training. And the thing is that they really don't but they really can't afford not to take the training or whatever professional development is made available to help the team move forward. When they see 
when they see that you're taking the training next to them, they really can't complain because they know that you are busy too and that you are willing to sacrifice too and that you're not asking of them to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. When I was working at the university, I remember we, uh, that we took a day in October every year so that we could go on a retreat. We closed the uh, office and we had an all-day retreat. I generally brought a facilitator to help us with the program. Although I may have had a part on the agenda, I was also taking notes and participating in the exercises like everyone else because I needed to set the example. Let me talk about kind of like the first steps that that I took when I was going to initiate the transformation process. It's interesting. I got hired or, or I guess recruited to different agencies to do what I had done in the previous one. And the thing is that the success of the actual transformation was due to each individual, each team member in the organization because they pull all the, all the effort, they move the organization forward. But one of the first things that I did um, in that transformation process was to go on a listening tour, get the perspectives of different layers in the organization, because transformation is multidimensional and multidirectional. For example, upper management. You want to know the expectations so that you make sure that you manage those expectations and that you have the appropriate resources to create what they want. You want to have that conversation across, uh, go to peers, so that you understand what their frustrations are, what their likes and dislikes, what they would like to see. What are their challenges? What is it that they're struggling with? And what type of performance would make them satisfied? Then I did take time to talk with my team, each individual. This step is equally important and probably even more important in this listening tool. I would say that it is a critical step and it's critical that you speak to each person individually. These conversations will make or break the transformation initiative. Once you have collected all that feedback from these three groups, you have a better picture of the condition and the expectations from the perspectives of different stakeholders in the organization. And then the next step, of course, is to develop the plan. The plan serves different purposes. First, it's important to have a plan and, and to be able to support the, the request for resources that you're going to need. The plan should incorporate opportunities for people to be successful. So it's going to have 
strategies and is going to identify uh, the opportunities for people and where to put them in the organizations. Kind of like putting the right people in the right seats in the bus. First, making sure that the right people are in the bus and then making sure that they're in the right seat. The plan should address the strategy to achieve the goals, of course, and move in the direction of the vision. I want to stress how essential it is to include the or identify the resources that you're going to need or you b- believe are going to need in that plan. Because you have to start early asking for those resources. You're going to need something. And while you might be using estimates and at times guesstimates, you will only have a very limited window of time to line up those resources while you're still in the honeymoon period in your employment or the initiative. At the beginning, there's a lot of people that want to be supportive and later take credit for it. That's fine once the transformation is underway. There's enough credit to go around, but it's important to line up those people that are going to provide some kind of support when you're asking for resources, whether it's money for training, whether it's technology, whether it's staffing, whether it's support in changing job descriptions, whatever that might be, that has to be identified up front because you will not get a chance to go back and ask for anything. Uh, or if you get a chance, it will be very, very limited. People in the team need to see that you as the leader are capable of securing those resources. Otherwise, buy-in might even be more challenging because you really can't take someone or someones where you haven't been and you have to demonstrate that you've done this before, that you know what you're doing, that you know where you're going so that people can follow. As I talked about the implementation of a transformation process, I want to make sure that, that I state that this is, a, this is going to take several episodes to go through this entire process. I am going to share some of the strategies that I use, that I learn as I gain experience to help you in your transformation process as you implement your own and hopefully help you in your transformation journey. There is a lot in transformation Leadership skills, for example, are essential to take a group from here to there. There's got to be higher awareness as a result of this transformation process, growth, and becoming the team and the individuals that can achieve the goals and perform in accordance with the vision casted by the organization. Values in terms of alignment of the values, this is Transformation is a value-based, people-centric exercise so that the outcome manifests itself as the changes that people produce and others want to see and enjoy. So there's got to be alignment 
between the organizational goals and the individual goals, and to the extent that there is alignment, the achieving that vision or moving closer to that vision, it's a lot, lot simpler. Well, my friends, I'm going to wrap it up here. And the next episode, we'll, I'll talk about how to communicate that plan so that you get buy-in. Don't forget to check the notes for links to Live to Lead, my website, lourdescause.com for more programs, and a link to a free leadership newsletter. Okay, friends, thank you for listening. Be well. See you next time. Until next time, add value, grow, and transform.